0: Hello and welcome to this week's Z2A podcast with me, Mark, and Jules from the multi-award-winning Future Toolbox.
1: Hello and welcome.
0: Now, this is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and life. So what letter do we have this week?
1: Well, I'm going to hold you in suspense for a little while because not only am I going to tell you what the letter is, But we have a new theme because we're in a new month. We are indeed. We are in October already. (laughs) So this month's theme is all about reflection and self-improvement. So we have chosen the letter M and the content is mistakes. M for mistakes. Now that could seem like a little bit negative. But what we're going to show you is how making mistakes will lead to positive outcomes and can actually help improve yourself
0: wow so m for making mistakes now this is really true what you just said nobody likes making mistakes do they and sometimes we take it really really personally if we get something wrong we see it as a real negative point and oh no i shouldn't have done that
1: (laughs) that's natural isn't it because you feel like you say you feel you've done something really wrong if you make a mistake and you feel embarrassed don't you or frustrated Or sometimes it can make you feel really scared because you think, oh, I don't want to do that again.
0: Yeah. And sometimes we focus on the one mistake instead of the 10 things that we got
1: right. That's very true. How many times do you do something? And for the most part, it goes really well But there's one thing that didn't and it's that one thing that you think, that was wrong, that was a mistake, that keeps you awake all night.
0: Oh yeah, I've had that loads and loads of times. Don't make that
1: mistake. Why did I make that (laughs) mistake? Oh no, if
0: I offended somebody, do I look silly or whatever it may be? It's really strange, isn't it? I was just thinking, we have this phobia of mistakes as adults, but children don't generally. You see a child, yeah, a child makes a mistake. They maybe fall over when they start walking in their early formative years. They uh, get up and walk again. They never say, this walking lark isn't for me because I fell over. I made a mistake. I didn't quite get that right. My balance wasn't right. Mm -hmm. But as we get older, we tend to point out mistakes of others and then point out our own mistakes or say... Oh, I'm not very good at this, I've never done it before, so you'll have to excuse
1: me. And then you make a mistake
0: and think, oh, there, there it was. <laughs>
1: Mistakes are the beginning of growth, aren't they? Mm. So you said about a child learning to walk, but it's the same if you're learning to ride a bike, for example. You wobble, you stumble, you fall off. I don't know how many times I fell off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've still got a sore elbow from falling <laughs> off a bike a couple of years ago. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's frustrating, but each time that you hit the ground, you learn something new about balance and control and in the end those falls are what make you a skilled cyclist
0: yeah that's true isn't it getting the balance and getting the techniques right the ways forward Uh, somebody asked me a question a few years ago and said why do pencils have erasers why would a pencil have an eraser It's because it's okay to rub out something you've written or drawn
1: okay so if you made a mistake you were writing something and possibly spelt it wrong for example you can rub it out and do it correctly
0: also found that when i started sketching and drawing local history buildings as well you don't draw a masterpiece straight off and go right that is absolutely spot on that's my finished article there was a lot of rubbing out stuff pencil sketches on there so yeah the erasers got used very very well but I guess that's a really good analogy saying it is OK to make these mistakes and we can go back, rub them out and start again sometimes.
1: So, yeah, if you think about some of the world's greatest inventions and discoveries, very often they came from mistakes, didn't they?
0: Yeah. One of my favourite ones is Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin mm. 1928, that wow. was. So almost a hundred years ago. Just
1: before you were born.
0: Just before we were born. (laughs) (laughs) Just before I was born. That was a mistake. I made a mistake in what I was saying there. Now in 1928, Alexander Fleming went on holiday. He went on holiday for a month. It's all right for some, isn't it? These people that go on holiday. Yeah, go on holiday all the time. But anyway... The story goes that he forgot to clean his lab. He might have actually been packing his suitcase because obviously a month is a long time to go away and he was perhaps being a bit lazy. But anyway, he didn't clean his lab. Now, when Fleming returned, he noticed that some mould had grown on a Petri dish. And long story short, this mould was killing bacteria that was around the outside of it. And after a few years of further experiments, he actually went on to create penicillin, which saved millions of lives.
1: How about that? How about that? I've got another one for you. When Will Keith Kellogg was actually looking for a good cereal recipe in 1895, he forgot about some boiled wheat he'd left sitting out. The wheat became disgustingly flaky looking, but the result was a whole heap of cornflakes. So that's how Kellogg's cornflakes were invented, by making the mistake of leaving them sitting out.
0: Yeah, and now we eat cornflakes without thinking about it. But he thought they looked pretty disgusting at the time. Imagine if he'd just just thrown them in the bin. That would have been a much bigger mistake because I'm presuming he made a lot of money out of that.
1: And from there, you can make the lovely little cornflake chocolate cakes, can't you?
0: Oh, I wonder if that was an (laughs) accidental discovery. Oh, hats off to the person that discovered those. There is also another really, really famous one here that pharmacist John Pemberton created something. Can you guess what it is?
1: John Pemberton?
0: There's absolutely Ooh. nothing to do with his name.
1: No, it rings a bell.
0: But okay, I'll give you a clue. It was a soft drink.
1: Oh, I think I know.
0: Yeah, go I for it. I think I know.
1: Is it Coca-Cola? It is. Yeah.
0: So John Pemberton was trying to find a way of curing headaches. Oh. So he mixed cola leaves with cola nuts and carbonated water and created a soft drink called Coke, of course. Now, what... Some people then discovered is if you mix it with vodka, it actually gives you headaches. (laughs) So John Pemberton, absolute genius, created Coca-Cola and then we created something. Created hangovers. Hangovers. (laughs) But yeah, that's just a great example of how a mistake can turn into something really lucrative. But that's not always the case is it
1: well no in looking at some big mistakes that have gone on back in 2005 a small typing error led to the loss of 343 million (laughs) dollars
0: wow that wasn't a typo in a book then was it (laughs) no
1: it wasn't apparently it was a japanese company they attempted to sell one share in a company called jcom on the tokyo stock exchange for 610,000 yen, which is around about $6,700. But a type in error meant that 610,000 shares were listed for just one yen apiece. So that's basically less than a penny, I think. So although the typo was spotted very quickly, the broker was unable to cancel the order due to the flaw in the way that the TSE system handles such requests. Yeah, this mistake cost the company an estimated 40 billion yen, which is roughly 343 million dollars, prompting several executives to resign, funnily enough. (laughs) Wow, they
0: never got into the TSE, which is the the Tokyo Stock Exchange, by the way. I really, really wouldn't want to make that mistake. And I think those guys... Might still be remembering that one as well,
1: yeah, so little mistakes can lead to big things,
0: yeah, and that's pretty devastating consequences, really. It's a really, really famous stories like Blockbuster didn't buy Netflix in the early days because they said digital streaming of movies will never work, everybody will continue to keep buying vHs and dVDs, and also, don't forget the twelve publishers that rejected Harry Potter as well. I'm sure that all 12 of those publishers are sitting there kicking themselves. But we don't really want to focus on all these negatives. We want to look at the positives, how we actually learn to build from our mistakes and build resilience.
1: Yeah, we all know life is filled with ups and downs. And we all face setbacks sooner or later. But here's something, people that make mistakes and have learned from them and bounce back, are often the most resilient individuals. They've built what we would call a mental toolbox of coping strategies and problem-solving skills that help them to weather the storms. And here's something that I found, for me, I think this is quite true. Anyone who's never made a mistake has probably never tried anything new. And that, that mm-hmm. to me, is not allowing yourself to grow. And that's what making a mistake does. It allows you to learn and it allows you to grow
0: Wow, so that's like the fear of failure, really, Mm, isn't it? I'm not going to try this because I might get it wrong. But what happens if you don't get it wrong? Or what happens if you get it wrong, but then you get it right the next time?
1: That's it. So when you're thinking about it and those negative thoughts come in, you say, what if I get it wrong? Flip it and say, what if I get it right?
0: Yeah, or how can I get it right?
1: And the consequences of getting it right, for some of these people that we spoke about, they got it wrong in the first place, but then they created something else. Thomas Edison, we've spoken about him many times and his invention of the light bulb and how many times he tried and tried and tried. But each time he didn't see it as a mistake, he saw it as a positive way of how not to do something. So, yeah, making mistakes is a positive thing, not negative.
0: Yeah, he celebrated every single mistake and said, I'm not going to try that again. So learning from your mistakes is a real key to moving forward. And I guess learning from mistakes is a skill. It's not something that we're naturally born with. It's something that we develop over time and it involves Mm self-awareness. And the willingness to make a change, yeah. which is really, really key again, thinking, well, I've tried that seven times. It doesn't work. So what should I do? I'll, I'll change it. I'll try something new. There's that quote, isn't there? The definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. <laughs> Love right. it.
1: That is the definition of madness. But yeah, you're absolutely right in learning from mistakes is a skill. It is a mindset as well being able to recognise and have that self-reflection that we're going to be focusing on over the next few weeks, looking at that mistake, looking back and thinking, right, what led to that? Why did I make that mistake? And what lessons have I learnt from it? And, you know, it might be that you write that down in your journal. So when you come to do that same thing again, you can go back and say, right, okay. That's possibly where I didn't do it quite so well. So I'll make sure that I don't do that this time.
0: Yeah, it's about probably not taking it too personally as well. Mm. Because if you're trying to learn something, especially if you're trying to learn something new, you are going to make mistakes. Always. Without a doubt. Always. We've talked quite a lot in recent weeks about singing, learning musical instruments, learning languages. And for us personally, we've made loads and loads of mistakes. For example, I sang a song in the wrong key. It was okay, but I knew the key was out. So the next time I go to sing that song, I'll sing it in a different key. I could have turned around and said, well, I'll never sing that song again. It's not going to work. It's awful. Or carried on singing it in the wrong key and thinking, well, this is terrible. I can't sing. You sometimes have to build that resilience up to think, "Okay, how can I change this? And how can I get that right next time? Or how can I improve on it next time? Because it isn't always about getting the 10 out of 10 result.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's not about getting the 10 out of 10 every time. You need to work your way through learning something. And there will be some bumps along the way. I found a lovely quote if I had to live my life again, I'd make the same mistakes, only sooner.
0: Wow, that's great quote. I think that's really quote. powerful, yeah. isn't
1: it? They're quite happy to make those mistakes. So again, it's not a negative. It's like they wanted to make those mistakes because of the learning that they got, but they just wished they'd learnt them earlier in their life than they actually did.
0: That quote sort of sums up everything we're talking about today because it's saying, if I had to live my life again, I'd make the mistakes earlier. Mm. And that sort of throws out the water, procrastination, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, because it is that fear of failing hinders your progress because you want to do something, but the fear that you're going to get it wrong will hold you back and stop you doing it. But if you actually thought, you know what, I'm going to do it and see what happens, then you you will learn from it.
0: Let's get the mistakes out of the way quickly. (laughs) actually you could do that you could think that couldn't you okay I'm learning a new skill let's get on with it get the mistakes out the way learn from those and then move forward about how to get better wow I love that
1: it's brilliant and it, it is and we've spoken about it before your comfort zone If you stay in that nucleus of your little comfort zone, you will never make the mistakes of progression, will you? Mistakes of progression. Mistakes of progression. Well, we're solving loads of
0: things in the world. (laughs) Well, I'm going to throw another one in here as well that is a really, really good skill to enhance is to actually laugh at your own mistakes sometimes. Yeah. So if you make a mistake and you mess up, then you don't want to beat yourself up over it. Now, I remember reading a story about a athletics coach many years ago. And I couldn't tell you who the athlete was, but he was a high jumper. And every time this guy attempted the high jump and he knocked the bar off, he would punch the mat in disgust. Oh, His coach told him to change his reaction. So he said, so every time you do the high jump, whether you knock the bar off or not, punch the air with delight, go, yes, I did it. So the way then he managed to coach his mind was to celebrate every single jump. And he found that he was actually removing the barrier of Mm -hmm. failure because sometimes niggling at the back of his mind was the vision of him punching the Matt in disgust and saying I can't do this or what if I knock the bar off and again it's that massive massive psychology in our mind to say I can do this
1: mm-hmm. he saw every attempt as a failure didn't he yeah. and again Thomas Edison he saw every attempt as a success so getting him to change that and even if he knocked the bar down still celebrating changed that mindset didn't it
0: yeah so going back to the original point if you can laugh sometimes at your mistakes or as we say accept them then that's a real real good step to move forward
1: and we talked a little bit about this in last week's podcast about confidence building your confidence and the traits of a confident person and one of them is the ability to laugh at yourself yeah absolutely and so it it will build your confidence if you can like that guy did he knocked the bar down and celebrated the fact that he'd attempted it he'd done it
0: yeah the effort is the bit that's going to move you forward now I'm going to flip this around because it's great to laugh at your own mistakes but perhaps we should be aware of not laughing at other people's mistakes now a lot of work we've done in schools where we will see somebody make a mistake in class Mm. or something like that they may, may get something wrong and then all of a sudden, all the class laughs at them. And that person's feeling about two inches big.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's just sometimes encouraging others and helping them along their journey. And not picking up on the one mistake, but celebrating the 10 things that they did really, really well.
1: Yeah, And celebrating the fact that they may have put the hand up and got the answer wrong. And instead of laughing at somebody for getting it wrong, saying to them, do you know, well done for having a go because I didn't put my hand up because I thought I was going to get it wrong. So congratulations on having the confidence of having a go. That's a much better response than laughing. So what we're going to say to you lovely listeners out there, go out and make some beautiful mistakes and let us know.
0: Oh, beautiful mistakes. I love that. Well, if you'd like some more tools, you can go to our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, And you can also follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. TikTok. We're also on YouTube and you can find us on LinkedIn because we are...
1: We are everywhere. We
0: are indeed. And we look forward to catching you next week to continue the theme on reflection and self-improvement. So have a wonderful week. Go out there and make loads of beautiful mistakes. And we look forward to catching you next time. See you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of life skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.